Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched Motherfucking Zorro. On Prime Video. Yes. Here's where I want to start. Sure. Were you way in to the old black and white zorro tv show that was like on the disney channel and stuff no i was not okay i was how okay and that that would have been pre the antonio banderas zorro movie what and so i always wonder if because like shay's nephew got way into that show too recently yeah recently okay and so I always wonder if, like, that show specifically is, like, a touchstone for, for kids and it sparked the, the Zorro renaissance in the 90s. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to connect why, why that Antonio Banderas Zorro movie happened when it did and how, if it's just a coincidence that I was, like, way into Zorro before that. I... And more cynical than you are. I think you're thinking that that show sparked interest in Zorro. So they decided, let's make a Zorro movie. I think they had already decided to make a Zorro movie. So they started showing reruns of the Zorro show. And let that drum up interest. Oh, that could be. That Zorro show, by the way, is on Disney+. Plus. I've watched only like two or three episodes within the past year or so. I went and checked it back out. Because I remembered it so fondly. Does it hold up? Um, I don't know if it holds up or if it's just nostalgia. I don't know if I watched it now. If it would just be like, eh, whatever. People sword fighting. I also really liked the uh, the Chris O'Donnell Three Musketeers. Do you remember that? That was a movie, right? Yeah. Yes, I do remember that. That also came out around the same time. Yeah. Here's my even more cynical take. Big sword. Right. Big sword. You know, we we always talk about big pharma and big oil. Big sword is out here manipulating our youths so that when they grow up to be adults, they buy a bunch of swords. You know what we got to do? Buy some swords? No. We got to defeat big sword. We got to get big pen involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. Did you like that Three Musketeers movie? My memory of it is no, but I think that has more to do with the fact that uh, my long term, the only other long term girlfriend I had before Kathy, uh, was a huge fan of it, and I'm not a huge fan of her. So, oh, interesting. That's I liked that movie, and I've watched that movie within the past five years, probably, Uh and liked it but it's a weird movie to be quote a huge fan of i think she was more a big fan of chris o'donnell if i remember correctly uh who else was in that movie charlie sheen oliver platt Kiefer sullivan tim curry okay so it was definitely chris o'donnell then yeah okay yeah yes she was uh very much 
into him. So when I was thinking about that movie, I was like, whatever happened to Chris O'Donnell? It doesn't seem like we've heard from him for a while. He's on NCIS. He, yeah, apparently he's been on NCIS for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, uh, him and uh, LL Cool J, I think. Good for him. Yeah. I think that Zorro is cooler with a whip than Indiana Jones is. I will be honest, I don't remember Zorro ever having a whip. All I remember is like the fencing type sword. Oh, no, he was real whippy. I mean, I believe it, but I don't remember it at all. Yeah. But if this shows to be uh, a good indicator, then yeah, absolutely. I I think he did in this episode, he did more with the whip than Indiana Jones ever has. That's right. Uh, do you want to tell everybody what the show is about? It's Zorro. No, I mean... Yeah. It's Zorro. With a different little twist on it, from what I can tell, with the Native American stuff. Yeah, the Native American stuff was different. But yeah, that I I went looking it up because I wasn't sure if that was a, a new twist or if that was part of the original story. And I, be honest, I don't remember what I found. I don't know that it was necessarily. Yeah, I don't remember the lore that clearly but i think it feels like a new twist to me the whole like zero is not one person zero you know continue is continued was even perpetuated in the antonio banderas movie it's I, this i do remember look, yeah. uh from what i looked up today uh it's it's the main plot point of the very first book that this was ever written on it was about somebody taking on the mantle from their father oh interesting and that's how i guess that's not necessarily how I've seen it every time, because Antonio Banderas was just like a, a like a street urchin type person who took over for uh, Diego. Who was that? Who played the older one? Was that um, what's his name? James Bond. Pierce Brosnan. Uh, no, the old James Bond. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Sean Connery played the old Zorro. Did he not? I, I I don't. If I saw that movie, I don't remember a second of it, other than Salma Hayek being in it. Oh right, that's that, that's what was formative for me, not Zorro. Well, did you see how cool he is with a whip? Did you see how hot Salma Hayek is and was? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, you know what? I'm wrong. It's not Sean Connery. Thank goodness, because it, it's trying, Anthony Hopkins. Trying, at least, <laughs> at least Anthony Hopkins. I can imagine trying an accent other than <laughs> other than his own. That's I can at fair. least imagine him trying. Uh, whereas Sean Connery, I just the idea of him trying like a Spanish accent or or anything really just uh, I'm dying laughing even thinking about it. Also, it's not Salma Hayek, it's Catherine Zeta-Jones. Ah, god damn it. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. All right, where do you want to start on this show? Did you watch it with the dubbing or the subtitles? I started with the dubbing, and it was bad. It was very the bad. The voice acting was terrible. Yeah, and there was a lot of like spatial stuff. Like There was a point where Zorro talks to them like from a balcony, and he's off screen to begin with, so you're supposed to hear like the, you know, the echo off in the distance effect on the voice i'm assuming 
but you don't. It you just, just sounds hear like the he's dub. right here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. At some point, it was when they were in the church is when I finally turned it off because whatever conversation they were having, it's like the voice actors sounded like they couldn't give two shits, which seems bizarre. Yeah. That was annoying. The, the, what I actually found, I, the only reason there is a chance that I continue watching this show, even though I wasn't a big fan of it. And it's solely thinks so, I'm a hike so hot and she might be show up in this. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's because I'm actively right now relearning Spanish. Like I've got a Babbel membership at the beginning of the year and have been. Oh, really? I didn't whatever. know that. Um, What's your motivation for that? eventually we'd like to go i've been to spain i was in I, I went to spain when i was in high school and i'd like to go back and i want to go to spain too i mean we obviously flew into madrid and then uh we all had like host families we were there for two or three weeks with and mine and a guy in my class were the only ones that were outside of madrid so we got actually like a everybody saw madrid but then we got to be out in like the countryside and stuff like that it was really cool that's awesome so I'd like to do that again and like to be able to speak. To and in general, it's just I can feel my brain atrophying as I just kind of like go through rhythms of things where it's just like, ah, I'm just I just watch shows, go to work and, you know, whatever. And so I'm trying something different to keep my mental faculties up. Nice. But this was a good uh, show to a be listening to the Spanish, but the, the also checking my memory on some of these things. How'd you do? I mean, not great. There, there was plenty. It. I've always been pretty good at being able to, or at least since taking this in in high school, pick up on conversation. I can't generate it. Like I, the, my my generative recall is terrible. But when somebody's saying it at me, I have a pretty okay idea of what's being said. So between that and the captions, it was just fine. Nice. I watched it all dubbed, and I should have changed it to subtitles. It, it was much better. I I mostly was thinking that it feels like they could have just had, like, the. this is back when I didn't realize that he was going to die, but, but Danny Rojas was playing Zorro, and I was thinking, like, he can speak English. Why not just have him dub over his own lines if we're going to have the dub? And then he died, like, two minutes later. Yeah. I was like, okay, fair enough. I was very disappointed that he died, by the way, because I was I, I knew he was in this show and I really like him in Ted Lasso. And when I knew he was in the show, but I didn't realize he was Zorro when he it was very clear that he was Zorro. I was like, hell yeah, let's go. Like I Kathy would love this because she loved his character in that. Yeah. Um, And then five minutes later, he dies and my interest went out the window and it never recovered. I didn't even notice it was Danny Rojas. Really? Uh, let's see here. Oh, I've got a note. It's weird to me that in movies and TV shows, so often if somebody gets shot at, the bullets land in the, on the ground around the person that got shot at. What? Like the casings? No, the bullets. The bullet. If he okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like you see somebody shoot a machine gun at a motorcycle, right? And they miss the motorcycle, but you see the bullets land like around and okay, in front of the okay, motorcycle. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. When, when you're saying land, I thought you were meaning like gently. I don't know. I, <laughs> it's gen- weird that the bullets just, just sort of lob over Just there. kind of lob and gently <laughs> land next to them. And I was like, what are you talking about? They're getting shot at. It's a bit of Hollywood shit that uh, 
if they do too much of it, it takes me out of a, a show or a action sequence. Yeah, it makes me think of the A team. Why is that? Because it happens a lot in the A team. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I can see why that would make you think of the A team. <laughs> yep. Hey, Netflix, Hulu, A team. Why haven't you done an A team remake? Fuck, hold on, dude. hold on. I don't think we can do this, but I'm gonna TM, 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 TM. What do you got next? The opening scene where Zoro's fighting alongside uh, Alejandro de la Vega, mm-hmm. um, the future Zoro's dad, I guess. Zoro shows up to fight alongside that guy. Two things. Three things. <laughs> Two things. Number one, I feel like fighting back-to-back has got to be a lot harder than they always make it look. Like, it feels like it needs a lot more practice than... Yeah. But... I wonder if you take, like, back-to-back fighting classes, and it's just, like, whoever you get paired up with as long as they've taken the course. So, here's what I'm going to suggest on that vein. We take fencing lessons but i'd love to take fencing lessons but refuse to do it any other way but back to back okay should we like strap our legs together back to back no i don't think we need to i don't think we need to do that that's that's black belt level back to back fighting no let's strap our legs together i'm gonna eat a bunch of beans dude we can (laughs) so that you can recursive fart into my butt (laughs) Number two, they fight off the three bad guys that were there to kill Alejandro. Mm -hmm. Zora goes, all right, peace out, yo, and then leaves. And then Alejandro walks into the house and, oh, surprise, there was a fourth bad guy and he shoots him dead. Why didn't they notice that there was just like a fourth horse just hanging around? Dude, you got to count the horses. You always have to count the horses. Always. That's a really good point. Uh, so Diego, who becomes Zorro, is in Madrid, and he's in some sort of like like class for breaking into a house. Right. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. And he's not very good at it, which is going to be a thing. Like, he's not a very good Zorro. So I think that that could play into like the not counting horses and things. Yeah, do you think Nightcrow or or whatever his name is is going to try and train him to be a better Zoro and he's just going to be beating into him over and over again? Always count the horses. <laughs> and then we're just going to have scene after scene where Zoro in his day-to-day life is just walking around and you just see him he's just like, one, two, three, four, there are four horses, there's four <laughs> horses there. <laughs> walks walks into the saloon there's three people sitting at the bar he's like where the fuck's the fourth person where's the fourth guy there's four pulls horses out, out there pulls out his whip he's like I'll get real cool with this whip I'm gonna get so whippy up in this piece <laughs> if you don't tell me where the fourth guy is and then he notices that there's also a bartender it's like okay but I, then the bartender says I don't ride horses <laughs> so then dun 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 <laughs> So Zoro runs away because he thinks Alejandro is safe or whatever and ends up fighting in a church. Which you should never do. Why is that? To sin. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to sin right before you die. 
Right. He's going straight to hell. Yeah. I hope he repented. I think it's too late. I hope he didn't forget anything either. Honestly, you know what? Unironically, uh, if he was a religious man, which we see no inclination that he is, um, he's going to hell anyway. Dude, like, literally committed suicide at the, at the end, of the, at the very end of that scene. Oh, man. Straight to hell. Those guys ambushed him before getting to the church and before the the chase scene or whatever, ambushed him with all their guns. And we got to the scene where that you were talking about, where they're just shooting the dirt around him because they're bad at shooting. Why is it that the second they start a fire in that church and then lock all the doors because Zorro's in there and then they're shooting blindly into the church, they suddenly <laughs> managed to hit him d- dead on three times. Like it was three shots, three hits. Hold on. I know the answer. What? God wanted him to die. Because <laughs> he fought in church. Because he fought in church, yep. <laughs> yep. He got real... Like, he just flat out harasses that woman. Yeah. Yes. Kisses her against her will. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Also, how old are they? Because she says, you wrote me six letters. That's not even one letter per year that you were gone so either they haven't seen each other since they were 10 or they're a lot older than they look how old do you think they look young 20s okay i i would guess mid to late 20s for him i agree she looked like she was in her early 20s but that just makes any budding romance that they had 10 years ago kind of gross let's look up the age of the actors i'll look up the actor who played zorro you can look up the um the one who played lolita since you think that selma hikes so hot Mm -hmm. 27 i still haven't managed to pull up the show she's 29 yeah all right that's reasonable it's fair enough um i true to form didn't do a great job of paying attention through chunks of this. Sure. And so when Diego got a letter saying that Alejandro had died, I didn't read that as his dad died. And I don't know if it said in the letter, your dad Alejandro died. All I read was Alejandro died. And so I assumed that was Danny Rojas. Oh. Zorro. And so I thought, oh, it's his brother. Like, you know, given their age. And then later he's meeting with Bernardo or whatever his name is, like his deaf, uh, maybe just mute. Yeah. Um, He pretends to be deaf. Is this an established part of the lore? Or you've watched more than one episode? No, it's an established part of the lore. He pretends to be deaf. Diego knows that he's not deaf, but then he can like, uh, you know, do some spying. Um, At some point. Bernardo makes some comment about his dad dying and I was gobsmacked. I was like, they are trying to tell me that Denny Rojas was supposed to be playing his dad. I'm pretty sure he's younger than him. What the, and then I, and then it just all came crumbling down. I was like, Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. That was the guy that died. Huh? It was the other guy that died. Pull up the laptop and get on Reddit and just start posting. Yeah. I I mean, so many rage posts (laughs) all over the Zorro subreddit. If his dad, so his dad, what was his dad into? Why did his dad have a secret room? 
he made some comment up about protecting Bern- or, uh, Diego made some comment about protecting Bernardo with that room, but that didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, me either. I, I thought that that was weird too because it just felt like they were sort of talking and then suddenly one of them pulls a torch and the wall opens up and they walk in. And then it was like, it felt like Bernardo didn't know about the place and they had just discovered the place together. And I was just like, this is so Bernardo and was, abrupt. Bernardo was pointing him like, like I'm open. He yeah. it was being very deliberate. Like, I'm opening this up. Like, no, I've got something to show you because that's when he pulled out the book. Yeah. But then their con- oh, I guess their conversation confused me then. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that I mean, that's Zoro's Batcave. Yeah, I get. Yeah. I mean, I get why it's there, but I don't get why his dad had it there. His dad wasn't Zoro. Maybe, maybe his dad. Uh, maybe Zoro lived there. Maybe his dad is Batman. Okay, go on. Batman and Zoro fighting together side by side. That's why he knew how to fight back to back so well, because. He's Batman. He does a lot of fighting back to back with Robin. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it. Where's the Batmobile? It's 1890, dude. Oh, okay. There weren't cars back then. <laughs> Duh. So you're saying, and so he's just like an 1890 Batman. So instead of like a, a cool Batmobile, probably would have like. A cool black horse, probably, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and a cape and a cowl a and cape like and cowl. yeah, yep. and probably like a, a period hat. Yep, and instead of a, a a bat grappling hook or whatever, he'd probably just like a whip or something. <laughs> yeah, I think if DC hasn't already gotten on eighteen ninety Batman, Batman's traveled through time. He got hit by a time bullet. I, I know there's caveman Batman. Okay. Josh, I know you're still listening, clearly. I need all the time bullet Batman nonsense you can feed me in Spotify's poll response, since that's where we're communicating now. And don't give me any of that bullshit about how there's no such thing as a time bullet and I just am misremembering something or maybe made it up. No, I'm I'm 95%. (laughs) Here's the thing, dude. I'm 95% positive we've had nearly this exact conversation before and I'm 99% positive that Josh has responded to it before. (laughs) The the time bullet? Yes, I'm I'm, I'm nearly positive. I'm nearly positive. And I think and I feel wrong. like I've been shot with a time bullet. <laughs> yeah. Just tell us all about how there is a time bullet and it's actually a thing that was in the comic books and Batman got shot by a time bullet and traveled and through time. if it didn't happen, just feed it into ChatGPT <laughs> and let ChatGPT write that story and then you can play it <laughs> off as your own and just TM, TM, TM it. I don't want to hear about it, how it didn't happen. It's a thing. And if it's not, I'm going to make my own time bullet go back in time and make it a thing. Well, Googling Batman time bullet doesn't really. You want to know what I did? I don't want to hear about it. In an effort to see if I could find the comments that, shit, it might have been on Twitter and that's why I can't find it. I I went even more specific and wrote episode one podcast of Batman, Batman Time, Time Bullet to see if I could find. I'm nearly positive Josh already commented on this on our website, but maybe it was on Twitter. I need a refresher because 
As of right now, both Eric and I are 100% sure Batman got shot by a time bullet. And I don't want to hear it. And I don't want to hear it if you already told me otherwise either. The the first time that Diego or yeah, Diego kisses Lolita. uh, Right as he's getting ready to get on his horse or whatever. Did you notice that the horse was... So like they're standing side by side talking to each other and the horse is right behind them, like in frame and just making kissy lips. <laughs> nope, I didn't notice that. It was the funniest fucking thing. Just making just, just making the kissiest of, of ridiculous horse lips. It was amazing. Um, but that brings me to a scene that kind of pissed me off, which immediately followed, which is where he's riding on his horse out of town after having just kissed her. She's gotten on her horse and a somehow managed to sneak up on him, which I find dis- like unbelievable. It's not like he had his ear pods in and couldn't hear her. But then B. What, what about like the clopping of the hooves? Against I don't. The, he would still hear the clopping of hooves. He wasn't like he was going full gallop. I mean, he hasn't learned yet to count horse claps. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, he's he's always count the horses. <laughs> yep. Um, no, she, in an effort to get back at him for kind of sexually assaulting her, she shoots his hat off his head as he's run, like riding away. I don't. I don't think guns were accurate enough back then to. Oh, I thought you were doing like a time thing, like a time bullet thing, like a time. (laughs) No, I'm doing the thing where I say I think that it was incredibly foolhardy for her to shoot the hat off of his head because I don't think guns were all that accurate back then. And the margin for error for. (laughs) Haha, <laughs> fun prank to, oh, God, I've just blown your brains out is pretty fucking slim. Especially when your target's doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Maybe if you do it loud enough, our, our audio format will pick up on it. I imitated riding a horse. Uh-huh. And moving up but and very, down. very vigorously. <laughs> How long until she's like on Zoro's side? Who? Lolita? Yeah. Uh, episode two. Let's do it. Okay. That wasn't an invitation, but it's it's going to be the second episode. What Her- happened at the end of the first episode? Uh, he freed Night Crow from prison. Badass uh, name, by the way. It's, a, it's kind of a cooler name than Zorro. Oh, Zorro, yeah. Zorro's just Spanish for Fox. So... His hmm. name's just Fox. Hmm. Nightcrow. That's cool. He's not even shit. He could just be he could be Fox Man and that would be better. Or Man Fox. Yeah. What's a cooler name though? Zorro Mulder or Fox Mulder? Fox Mulder. Alright. I thought about that one. I gave it I I let it bounce around. Um so he frees Nightcrow from prison, takes him back to his ranch. They get, he gets assaulted by Na Lin, who is a part of the indigenous tribe. And she was the sister of the original Zoro who died. And she thought she should get to take on that mantle. And so now she's evil. I guess. 
I think it's like episode five or six before she's on his side. I think she's just going to keep popping up and like screwing up his schemes. I, absolutely. Kind of like, you know, he'll be making a potion or something. And she'll, uh-huh. <laughs> she'll throw up and he'll be like, oh, thank goodness. I managed to keep all this cinnamon out of this. <laughs> and she'll show up and just knock the whole thing over and not put any cinnamon in it whatsoever because that's a really dumb way of fucking with somebody's potions. Anyway, she showed up and fucked with his uh, world beat his ass and said if you don't give up the mask I'm going to kick your ass some more and then they come to the ranch the cops show up yep and they like made it look like Zoro just like attacked them including he carved a Z in his own chest and then he was like oh hey guys look Zoro carved this Z in my chest and then he wrote this message on the wall Instead of what he actually should have said, which was, oh, my God, my chest hurts so bad. Like, I don't know how he's functioning and talking. It didn't look all that deep. It was. Go get a knife out of the kitchen. I'll carve a Z. I'll carve a shallow Z in your chest. and We'll see how well you do it. Hold on. Let's just pause the recording for a second while I go get the knife. All right, I've got the knife. All right. Go ahead, start carving. Here I go. Oh, God! (laughs) You hurt so much! (laughs) My point is, it was big and bloody and would have hurt like fuck. And here's my point, is you just carved that Z into my chest, and here we are now five seconds later, and I'm talking completely normally. It's not like he was actively having that Z carved into his chest as he was talking to the cop. It had been a minute, dude. He did his screaming. He did his crying. He's he's okay now. <laughs> so he's just like, look at the, look at, look at the wall. Just wiping tears away. Bernardo, give, give me a band-aid. Then he also... He, that cop also is the fiance of Lolita. Of course. Okay. Yeah. And the person who killed Zoro. I thought it was the governor that did that. The governor was the one that, like, said lock up the doors and shit. Yeah. The guy's getting credit for killing Zoro. Fair. Yes. Yeah. Lolita's going to join forces in episode two. It's basically a requirement that... He's got to do some mission or another, and she's got to not like him. Like, so he's got to go on like an intel mis- mission to like a ball at her residence, yeah, or something in honor of her fiance. Okay, and so he's like just shows up as himself because he's got to like collect intel about a shipment of otter pelts. Otter pelts. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Because now that the Native Americans have the licensing for the otter pelts now, Mm -hmm. they're like coming up with a plan to go like take all the otter pelts from the Native Americans. And Zorro has got to put a stop to it. And he knows that like all the maps and documents and like all the written out like uh, plans for how they're going to do it, like the step by step binder instructions. They're in that house somewhere. Yeah. So he shows up as himself. And then he's got to like 
dance with Alita at some point, and they've got to have like one of those like they're dancing, but they're also having like a A hushed conversation, hushed conversation about something but it's like a little sexually charged yeah the dance has got to be really passionate we've got it's almost like a tango sort of thing and yep we've got to spin and dip at like to punctuate important yep. bits he's got to like mention his whip every once in a while uh-huh yeah yep he, he's got it attached to his belt but poorly so it just keeps dropping to the ground he's like hold on let me get my whip <laughs> He he does that, and then every time he's like picking it up, and he's like fumbling to put it on his belt, and he's like, "Oh, gee, I mean, I couldn't possibly be Zoro, right? You Look see how this. incompetent I am with this whip. That Zoro guy, he's like a maestro with he's the a whip. Really good whipper. He's he's yeah. a whip master. He is so cool with whips. I just came up with the phrase whipmaster and now oh, i want to reality i did just now <laughs> okay. and i want a real okay it might have existed before but what i'm saying just listen to what i'm saying dude look at this Ooh, pillow master i just came up with that listen to what <laughs> okay, i'm saying though, dude it's not that i came up with the phrase which i very clearly came up with tm 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 it's that i think that that would make a dope ass reality show dude whipmaster yeah a reality competition where you gotta be like really good with whips and stuff <laughs> Uh, the finale is like you got to get really good with two whips. Yeah, so it's like what's the what's the cooking show where they take the worst chefs and like train them up? America's worst chef, the worst cooks in America, worst cooks in America. So this is gonna be like worst whipper in America. That's a different show. Whip Whipmaster is we get all of the really good whippers. Okay, across the world, mm-hmm. we'll probably start with the country because. Uh, we got to keep down on costs until we can figure out how like huge this show is going to be. But we get huge. 10 or 15 of the hundreds and hundreds of whip aficionados in the country. And we got to get them to showcase off their whip skills. Yeah. Should there be like obstacle courses where you like have to whip and swing and stuff? Should there be obstacle courses <laughs> where you've got to whip and swing and stuff? Of course. Get your head in the game. You have to whip and swing and then you have to undo the whip and like whip some targets. That's part of being the whip master, dude. It's not. Why are you it's getting not, mad at me? Because it's like you're not even paying attention to the master <laughs> part of whip master. These people aren't just really good at whips. They're got they've got to be masters of the whip. Yeah, so should they like do their whip skills? And yes, stuff? of course they should do their whip <laughs> skills. God. Anyway, Zoro? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Oh man, no way I could be Zoro. Look at this." And then it cuts to like across the ballroom and the governor and uh, Enrique, the fiance, are over there and they're watching. There's like, yep, no way that guy's Zoro. Who else do we think could be Zoro? I just had the idea. So, hey, we, we're, I like the idea of him fumbling stereotypical Zoro things to prove that he's not <laughs> Zoro. Let me one up that and say uh, he frequently makes it known that he can only do cursive Z's. <laughs> <laughs> like you know the ones that look like yeah, a yeah. weird squiggle or whatever like anytime he's writing something he's like uh d- writing out uh uh zoo or something like that and he's like i yeah, i just all i can do are these cursive z's man that's all just like <laughs> so that people are thrown off the scent 
This should be a masquerade ball too. So when he picks up his mask, he like accidentally puts it on upside down, and he's like fumbling it on, and he's like, "How does this thing work? What is this? A mask? How do you put this on? How can you only see when one of your eyes is blocked? <laughs> he's got it completely twisted yeah. sideways. Yeah, what is going on? Ooh. And then somebody comes out with a sword. He's like, "What's that thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pointy stabby. Yeah, I like it." Okay, so he's doing that. Everybody's thrown off the scent. No one thinks he's Zoro. They're all actively talking about how he's definitely not Zoro. <laughs> he's very clearly not Zoro. Honestly, it's working a little too well. I think Bernardo doesn't think he's Zoro anymore either. <laughs> yeah, Bernardo pulls him back. Like so he like they do the hushed like thing. He like gets into the room. He gets the uh binder uh-huh. with all the information in it. The, yep. And he the goes goober. back and like then Bernardo's like, you? I thought you were Z- Are you Zoro? What's going on? Do you know Do you know Zoro? <laughs> do, you, do you think we could get Zoro's autograph? He gets uh, the binder and he goes through and he finds the plans and he like, goes and he stops them reading the shipment. But there's a, like, a little hiccup because what's-her-name pops up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Zoro, now's the time. And he's like, not now. Zoro, now's the time for what? For her to, like, you know, take the mask. Oh, that woman. Th- yeah. Th- uh, not Lynn. I thought you were talking about Lolita. Oh, no. No. She's still, like, at this point hates Zoro. Okay. I was a little confused by how she had gotten back on his side. We haven't really nailed down how she's on his side yet. Right. Oh, and even back in the house when he puts the Zoro costume on to start snooping around, because you know he's got to put the Zoro costume on to snoop it's a, around. It's, it's tailor-made for snooping. He's like looking through the binders and stuff on the desk, and then she walks in on him, and then she's like, I should call somebody. And then there's like a really sexually charged conversation there, too. Mm-hmm. And then he like walks out. <laughs> he walks out with the binder, and then there's like a pause, and <laughs> then Diego comes back through the door, and he's like... God, he's got like the binder up Very his shirt. clear impression of a binder <laughs> yeah. under his shirt. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, hey, what's going on, Lolita? Uh-huh. She's like, nothing. It's like, were you just talking to Zoro? Why are you, are you attracted to Zoro now? Yeah. He seems like a pretty cool guy. Uh, and then she's like, yeah, I'm on his side now. Dude. Done. Tell, don't show. Yep. Nailed it. Yep. That's right. that's the old adage. <laughs> Tell, don't show. Yep. More shows should be doing that. Just saying what what happened. You know, should just be somebody standing there telling you the story. Yeah, just be like, I'm I'm on your side now, and then we're done. Yeah, pretty simple stuff. Yeah. What else you got? Nothing. I'm trying to think. John Stewart's back on the Daily Show. Yep. Did you watch it? Yep. It was pretty good. Yeah. Then we tried to watch them on the next day. Not as good. I uh, like Jordan Klepper. So yeah. I watched most of the clips from this week. So mm. Taylor Tomlinson's got a new stand-up special out. Oh, fuck. That's right. That did come out, didn't it? Yeah, I watched it. It's good. Pretty funny. I think he should leave going on tour now. So if anybody guys, wants to go check it out. Have you decided you're... I, I mean, I know you're going to the one in... We're still going to Same. L.A. Yeah. I don't think I can convince Shay to go to uh, Chicago, especially since it's a Thursday. We'd have to take a couple of days of PTO. Yeah. If, we're, if it were like on a Saturday, I could be like, 
long weekend. Just drive out there. Yeah. We'll get an Airbnb. Come back. A few hundred dollar trip. Yeah. But no. Other than that, I haven't really been watched. I'm still in Veep. I'm still in Veepness. Yep. We haven't watched another episode since then. We watched, uh, rewatched the Spider Verse movies this past weekend. Oh, nice. I mean, Kathy had obviously seen the first one, but she hadn't seen the second one yet. So, oh, it's good. Yeah, it was a good time. Any updates on our hashtags? No, uh, no big spikes. Hmm. Okay. And again, in fairness, it took. Hmm. Yeah, I got nothing, and okay. I don't know. I don't know what episode it was either. Got anything else? Wrap it up. Thanks for listening to the episode one podcast with Michael and Eric. If you like the show, leave a rating or review on Apple podcast. You can check out our website. It's episode one podcast.com. You can leave comments on any of our episodes there, or you can leave comments on Spotify. Apparently Josh, we need a retelling of how there definitely, definitely was a time bullet. Yeah. That shot Batman. I don't want to hear it. And again, if AI was built for anything, it was built for you making up a story about Batman getting hit by a time bullet. So that's all we want to hear is how Batman got hit by a time bullet. Last but not least, be thanks to Boz D for the use for theme song. Thanks, Boz.